0: Well hello there and welcome to the diary. As you can tell, I'm not on the studio mic. I'm out in uh, the backyard with my dog. Rainer, come here. What are you sniffing over there? She's looking for trouble today. She's a good girl. Yes. I don't know what she's sniffing at though. There's bees over there. Don't be where the bees are. Anyway, I thought today, instead of, uh, you know, doing the usual, we break it up a little bit, like I often do in the past. With this weird little show, and do a, uh, you know, non-conventional, not in the, not in the studio kind of thing. You hear those birds? Some of those are leaving for the winter. It's that time of year. Hopefully this wind doesn't get picked up on the mic. It's not blowing too hard. My apologies. If it does, I will try to remove some of that in post, maybe, if it happens. Anyway, fall is here, man. If there is any question in your mind about what time of year it is here in Salt Lake City, I can tell you that the waning days of whatever summer was uh, are now past us, and we are now actually in a very pleasant zone where if you're here in the valley you know what I'm talking about but man fall in Utah or in Salt Lake City in particular so great. We got the windows open no more AC just breeze blowing through the house. It's not like beating down Sun anymore. I'm a little stuffy from uh, allergies though. I get fall allergies once in a while every year. So I might sound a little stuffy. I apologize if that is making me nasally or annoying in any way. Certainly not my intent. But anyway, having this beautiful weather and, uh, you know, this break between the hot months and the cold. Figured it was as good a time as any to come out here and sit down. Hang out with my dog. Wonder where my wife went. (laughs) She's off in the car somewhere. I don't know where she went. There must have been something going on tonight. Here's the problem. My daughter is due any, well not any day, but she's due technically on the 4th of uh, October. But she's already, you know, early labor pains. Normal stuff for this early. But, uh, you know. Braxton Hicks style stuff and uh, it's got everybody a little on edge because if she goes early I'm a little worried because Kim, my wife, is going to Oregon Thursday for her brother-in-law's funeral which I've told you guys about on previous episodes and that's all still a little bit weird because I'm not even sure they're going to have his body back. They they're doing the investigation still and he's tied up in a you know, an autopsy process that's longer than usual because of the investigation, because of the nature of the accident and or incident. And uh, as a result, Rainer, really? 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 Hold on a second, jeez. All Alright, the best part of that was I got her to stop barking, but then a bird pooped on me, so that was good, and I had to go wipe it off. I'm back, though. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so Kim's going to uh, to Oregon for this with her siblings, while uh, I wasn't able to go for much reasons, work reasons mainly, but... Um, but also I'm a little worried about when Taylor's going to pop, for lack of a better <laughs> better way of saying that. There's probably a lot of better ways of saying that. Um, but she's due any, you know, like I say, any time. Really, it could happen tomorrow. Or it could happen, you know, two weeks from now. Van was a little, Rainer, I'm going to put you in. Van was a little late. He came, I want to say a week late, two weeks late. And our experience was the same. Taylor came first, then uh, Carter was like a couple of weeks. Or no, sorry. Taylor came late by a couple of weeks and Carter came early by a couple of weeks. She was also bigger. And I I think from the latest uh, ultrasounds, this baby is also bigger. My guess is that's a, that's a typical thing for a lot of people. Not just us and her, but. Anyway, because she's about to give birth, there's a lot going on trying to get prepped for that and want to be here for her, take care of stuff we're gonna kind of be primary care for van for a few days um while they get settled or at least a couple of days um which we are very happy to do and uh i don't know there's just a lot going on so while we have that hanging over us there's this funeral and i don't know if they're even gonna have the body f- oh that's what i was saying they may not have his body for for this it may just have to be a memorial without it or a closed casket, I don't know. That whole thing, what a mess. But there will be some closure there and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know what my sister-in-law's future is. But uh, that's all been a little intense. One thing I don't like about early fall is it's fly season, usually August through September, which I know we're getting to the end of and that'll it'll end soon, but there's a window there where there are more flies than there are uh, air particles. <laughs> Not really, but it feels that way. And there are a few around here right now. Rainer's snapping at them. Did you catch one? I bet she does. I bet she's caught three or four since we've been sitting here and has probably eaten them because she's an idiot. And that's what idiot dogs do. Kim gets home, we're going to catch up on House of the Dragon, which we're really digging. I think it's very good. You know, we went into that going, man, the way Game of Thrones ended was so weird and so so accelerated that we were, you know, we were feeling a little, a little burned by that. Um, and here's the thing. I don't think, I think if they'd have had that same pace throughout that series history, it would have been fine. I just think it was disjointed because the early days, Of game of thrones was a was a long slow burn and sometimes you would start a season with a character in one part of westeros and it would take you a whole season for them to get to a whole other part of that world and it just made things seem bigger and deeper and and you know more textured or whatever and then that last season and a half or whatever it was or the split seasons six episodes each thing all that were just so smack fat. It's just like bam 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 oh Tyrion Tyr- Tyrion. Tyrion is uh, was here but now he's way over there like eight million miles away. How'd you do it? I don't know teleporters I guess. like we just kind of didn't care about all that. And I think that's okay if that's the standard throughout but because they did that at the end, it just felt different from the rest of the series and it felt like they were hurrying up you know and they were. They're not working off of a book at the end. Um, you know, I'm sure George R. R. Martin gave him some clues, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think we got anything close to whatever, uh, the new book, ice, what is it? The story of Jerry and his ice fire, <laughs> whatever it is, his next book that he's been working on since 2011. Uh But also, you know, the stories behind the scenes were the showrunners' contracts were running out, so were the contracts for all the actors. They all had big projects waiting for them, and they were just sort of waiting for this to be done, and they needed to hurry, and it was going to cost more money if they didn't. And I just think there were a lot of factors. It was a giant cast, too. There's a lot of factors in that. And it just made it feel like, okay, hurry up, sew it up, let's get out of here. And that was unfortunate, because... It just—I don't know—just didn't wasn't consistent. It was a real bummer. Uh, but I really like House of the Dragon. Uh, first of all, I like the Targaryen stuff anyway, and I was excited they were going to focus on that. So, I'm not really a prequel guy, generally speaking, but I'm into this, um, and it's far enough ahead—it's like 200 years, 179 years before uh, Robert Baratheon and all that. So, it's really fun era to play in, and I think the acting's incredible, and I think the set pieces and just the kind of set decoration, costume stuff, like, all of it is so cool and so authentic. But the show is also doing some time jumps. I don't know if, you know, some people may not like them, but it's like one episode will end and the next episode starts, and you're like, oh, we're two years later. Or, oh, this is three years later, and here are the things that changed real quick, and in fact, I guess this new one, which I'm not caught up with yet, is where we get to see the older cast for these uh, girls that were played by younger girls in the, the previous five episodes four episodes who were amazing by the way i think those two just about carry this cast they're so good so i'm anxious to see who who and how they handle Well, i know who because i've seen pictures and certain interviews but i'm going to see what the older cast does with this material but that means a big time jump and uh I I guess I'm okay with it this time because this is a pace. If they're consistent with it, this is the pace that we're establishing, right? This is the show. This is where we're going. This is how fast it's going to go, and that's cool. That's fine. But, but be consistent through the end. And also, I think they have the end uh, more in mind and closer closer uh, in mind. Like you know, they're not going to go. They're not going to force ten seasons. They're going to, you know, do their their four or five, whatever it is they've committed to. And I just think it's an easier commitment to be able to keep that consistency. And I'm just feeling the quality. I just think it's great. Really, really dig it. And it's got a few HBO-isms that, you know, HBO likes to just say, hey, not enough boobs per minute. Let's get that in there, you know, and they'll do that with a lot of their stuff. But I don't feel like they're forcing it here as much. You know, stuff exists and it's fine or whatever. It's not, I'm not offended. I just don't, sometimes it doesn't serve the story and I don't know why they do it. Game of Thrones, was, first three seasons, three and a half seasons of Game of Thrones was really egregious at that. And that got better that way. Um, this, this just is the right mix of everything for me. And I'm super intrigued. So yeah, Kim and I are into it really digging it and we're saving uh the lord of the rings thing power rings of power for when they're done and then we'll binge that and in one big shot um which is fine with me because two week to week fantasy driven genre shows are just it's a little much for me to kind of keep track of so we just sort of picked one and said all right we'll do this one week to week and then when that's done we'll watch that 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 feels good to me and then I'll probably do Wheel of Time after that, which I still haven't watched. And then I'll catch up on C, which I love the first two seasons of C, so I'm really excited for this final season. And that's a show that knew what it wanted to be and how long it wanted to run. I love that. It's like, hey, here's your three-season arc. That's the plan. Let's go. Everybody's on board. Bim, bam, boom. Three seasons out. I, I really think gone are the days where we need to like stretch stuff out because I know it's because there's tons of money to be made. You know, Game of Thrones probably guilty of this. So much money to be made, you make it, you drag it out as long as you can. You really don't need to. Like, end it on your terms. And I know that's like an executive versus creative problem, but, you know. You don't have to drag stuff out. The The mandatory 24 episodes per season thing we used to do with network television, that's gone. You don't have to live by that anymore. You can do your 10 to 13 It can be weird lengths. It can be 30 minutes here, 45 minutes there, and an hour and a half to finish it. Nobody cares. Just tell a great story. Um, You know, show me these these arcs for these characters. Try to make it good enough that it won't get canceled after a season, and then, you know, I'm in. I'm all in on your business there. So that's pretty exciting. Now some of you are going, "Hey Scott, I thought this show the last week of this, boy, it's been all the hard-hitting topics." You know, you're talking about conspiracy theories yesterday, and about the, you know, these big, serious, hard-hitting topics. Uh, sorry, today's today's a little less of that. Today is a little more. Hey, I'm relaxing back here with the dog, and I'm chilling. I'm looking forward to dinner. I don't know what it is, but Kim says she has something good planned, so I will believe her. Some might say, hey, Scott, why don't you offer to make dinner? And I would say, if you've ever eaten my cooking, you'd know the answer to that. <laughs> I can do stuff in a pinch, but it's a pinch, dude. Man, the cars are loud today. I don't usually have that much traffic noise here. We live. We live... I don't know. We don't live at. We don't live anywhere near a busy like. It's not a highway or freeway or anything. But there's like a main road here. That lately, I swear, has the lar- the loudest cars on it. Last night, like two thirty a.m. Some uh, some lowrider out there just. And I don't mean. There's nothing weird when I say lowrider. I don't mean anything. Uh, offensive by that I just mean the cars that get lowered are the ones that have the crazy mufflers added or removed and they sound really loud okay so don't be you know I'm not I'm just it's not me trying to go someplace with this but a car like that at 230 what like just some ridiculously loud rattle my teeth kind of thing and like I said earlier our windows are open right now because we're sleeping with the windows open and it's great until somebody does that Here's the thing. I think I know who drives it. I'm pretty sure it's this kid whose dad owns the bar up the road a few blocks over. This place we really like called The Break. They have amazing food. Best pub food ever. Real good. Super nice people. Good staff and everything. He's very successful and his kids are spoiled rotten and they all have ridiculous cars that are all souped up to be loud and annoying and they take them out in the middle of the night and they wreak havoc all over the neighborhood. And they don't actually do anything illegal as far as I know, although I'm sure they're speeding for part of this and nobody's, nobody's getting tickets at 2.30. It's a little frustrating. Oh, and then this morning at 6 a.m. the, the, the uh, garbage man, it's garbage day, so the garbage people come and they're doing pickup and they're out there on our back, back side where they pick up the, the trash. And one of our neighbors has parked their car in front of somebody else's cans out front. They're not supposed to do that. And so what we hear is the car, the the truck going, and it stops and idles for a second, and then, and they do that for ten minutes while the owner of whoever lives in that house is like stumbling out of there at six a.m. to move their car. They know not to do it. They know not to park there. And I don't blame the garbage pickup folks because they're just doing their job and you shouldn't be parking in front of their crap. And they already get enough grief. Kim takes these, listen to this, every major holiday, the either the pickup before or after said holiday, Kim is out there giving them something around that holiday. So they will get some sort of Halloween treat thing this year. Cause she'll run out there to the cab and hand it to him. While they're doing pickup, she'll do it again for Thanksgiving, some kind of food thing, and then Christmas time they always get something there as well. She brings them water bottles in the summer. <laughs> she's pretty great at that stuff. I laugh, but I, you know, I appreciate that she does that. I like that she's that way. And she doesn't like to brag about it, so I don't tell any. I'm the only. I'm saying it because I think it's great. She'd be mad at me for telling you. But she's kind of a saint And you sh- and everyone who meets her knows that Anyway I think that'll do it uh, Pretty light today, nothing crazy to talk about uh, But we'll be back tomorrow Who knows, who knows what the day will bring But I'm really enjoying bringing this back And doing it on the regular Seems you guys are too, I'm getting emails and feedback Oh, email address internet at gmail.com You can also send me DMs on Twitter and other stuff if you want i gotten a few of those uh, But whatever, you know i love hearing from you and if you have thoughts or corrections or whatever you disagree with me entirely that's fine too happy to take your feedback at that address anytime you feel like it all this stuff is linked on the site too at uh, frogpants.com slash diary and you can support it by joining the FrogPants monthly uh, patreon which is super easy for as low as a buck a month and get you all the extra stuff that FrogPants does um, I mean, you can kind of get it all for free anyway, but I don't know. It's a way to show your support and thanks. So I would not mind it if you did. And if you don't, that's okay, too. You can keep listening. think that'll do it. Thanks for listening to The Diary. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Be good. We'll see you then.